Welcome to the Dogs Are the Best Friends podcast. I'm Emily, and my best buddy, Flynn, is here too. Welcome back, my crazy for the canines friends. It is the first week of February 2021, and I have a wonderful guest for you. Her name is Dawn, and her dogs are Baxter and Walter. Being someone that is very allergic to a lot of things, and especially dogs, Dawn did not get dogs until just four years ago. So her story is kind of a unique one in that manner, but also it's just fun to hear her share from her heart about how much she has grown to love these dogs. Here is today's trivia question. What famous Aussie actor has a French bulldog? At the end, I also include a little bit about French bulldogs history so that you can kind of know what you're talking about. Now I do too. So that's a good thing, right? I know you will enjoy Don's stories. And here she is. I'm so glad that you've agreed to come on and talk about your dogs, because I just think you have such a beautiful soul at heart. And I think coming from you, it's really important for people to hear about your dogs. So when did dogs enter your life? Well, you know, thank you so much for that introduction. That was, um, that's so kind. And um, so, I'm so happy to be here chatting to you. Um you know, the very first time I think about dogs is um, when I was probably five or six years of age and I, I grew up in England, so I'm Australian now, but my parents emigrated here when I was small. And of an afternoon we used to sit down and there was this beautiful show that used to come on the television and it was called Belle and Sebastian and it was a French it was a beautiful French show. It was dubbed over in English. It was written by a lady called Cecil Aubrey, who was a French actress. And it was about this orphan boy living in the French Alps with his great Pyrenees mountain dog. And they used to go on adventures. And it was all just about the power of love and Every day I'd sit down and watch this show and it had the most beautiful haunting music that um, would come on at the start of the show and I just have these vivid memories of it. And very, very soon around that time, my parents actually were given uh, a Shih Tzu. So that is also like a, a little mountain dog. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so that was my first experience of dogs and I remember my parents bringing this tiny little puppy home and leaving it in the lounge room with us and my sister and I playing with it. And then it started, like, you know, that tiny little bark. And my sister and I, my mum came in to find my sister and I standing on the very top of the lounge, like terrified of this <laughs> tiny little ball of fluff. But um, that was my first dog and it was, it was a beautiful dog, um, but it used to, like, escape and it would just do laps of our neighbourhood. It would just run and run and run. I mean, I just remember this happening a lot. And my mum had this little mini and we used to get out and we'd drive around and try and track down the dog. And um, yeah, so, but after we'd had it for a couple of years, we moved to Australia, emigrated to Australia and wow. we had to leave the dog. His name was Camber. Oh. And we had to leave the dog with my grandparents and they lived in Scotland. So we used to get photos of the dog and yeah, so after a oh. few years he passed passed away but um you know he was well looked after when we had to move across to the other side of the world so I feel like sometimes dogs come into our lives because they're watching over us and they're actually here just to give us love and um I'm sure that's why 
they they turn up in our lives when when and like my mum when she really needed that sort of support so yeah. yeah I totally believe that I absolutely believe that I felt like it was my mum's dog more than it was our dog even though we loved it yeah. um but it's not until you you know you get your own dog which is probably what I did uh, maybe we've had our most recent dog about four years okay. and it was funny because when I had I've always been a bit of an allergenic kind of person I've always had lots of sort of hay fever and I'm very allergic to cats and all sorts of things like that and when I had kids my my whole system switched really hard onto allergies so I would go into a room with a dog and I would be like having a sneezing fit and I was like oh wow you know it was really full on and the the allergist said to me yes you know this is what happens when sometimes when women have children their their system switches on and then it doesn't switch off again so when my kids were little and other people were getting dogs I was like oh my gosh I just can't deal with that right now because it it's just that exhaustion I think that you can get from it uh, but I went through quite a few years of having injections and actually drops and all sorts of things for the allergies and then I don't know, there was just this kind of low-grade pressure for my kids um, and they weren't little kids anymore. They were more like teens. Um, my youngest son, he just kept, like I'd be looking at my phone and then this picture of a pug with a great big like pink donut in its mouth would pop up and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and there would just be hints the whole time. He just, he was obsessed with the pugs and um he just wanted to get one and I was like I was so scared because I actually knew somebody who whose family bought a dog and they had to get rid of it after a couple of months because the person one of the people in the family couldn't deal with the allergies yeah and I was like oh my gosh I mean imagine having to do that having to say to the kids oh okay we have to send this dog back anyway yeah I don't horrible. know how, I don't know quite how it all happened but we found ourselves out at this kind of pet place picking a dog and this little there was this little pen of dogs and they were cross um, pugs with a Boston Terrier oh. and um and this one was just so excited to see us and he was jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping and so we chose him and his name is Baxter oh. and we brought him home and I guess I didn't really want to get too close in terms of you know I wasn't wanting to pick him up and every time I did pick him up my arms would all come up in a rash wow. and I was like oh no you know but it's really weird because somebody did say to me I'm allergic to all dogs except for my dog and I feel <laughs> like when you spend a lot of time with a dog and you're at allergic you almost build up your own resistance to that particular dog yes so over time i i believe that that's what happened and baxter was crazy he's i think he's got this i think what i've heard is the boston terriers have this real kind of energy and he was nuts so he is so friendly <laughs> he wants to you know when he was little he would he was just like a bouncing bean you know he would just be jumping everywhere like we'd see someone in the street and he'd just be like and we're like oh you know even when he was two he was still like crazy but when he was born we put him in this area and we we put a, a gate across it and at night time he would be like so upset wanting to get out and we were told you know they just have to calm down and and um you know they get over it 
And he literally, as a tiny puppy, jumped over the top of the gate. Wow. <laughs> so I was, I would have all these weird dreams at night because he was always barking and I was like, you know, it's like when you're a mum and your your baby's crying, it's just the same thing. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening with the dog? And I'd been these weird dreams. And one night I got up and went upstairs and he's just like literally jumped over the barrier and he's just wandering around on the carpet. Um, and I'm just like, oh, my wow. gosh, what are we doing? What are we doing? He was nuts. He was nuts. But wow. he's so beautiful. He's such a beautiful, beautiful um, soul. And uh. over time I've gotten, you know, I've got an immunity to him and I sit and he absolutely wants to cuddle and be so close and, <laughs> um, you know, and, I, of course, I love it. I'm like, what did we ever do in our lives before we had this dog, you know, because he is, and I think, you know, a lot of people get dogs when their kids are little, but for us having them at teens I think is a great time because when kids are teens often they don't really want to give the mum and dad a cuddle like they used to. Right. They've got a dog there and they've got this beautiful soul that they can play with and and be close to. And it's not, you know, it's just a beautiful relationship that they can have, I think, when yeah. going through the teen years and and it can be a bit, you know, ordinary. So Oh, I love yeah. that. I love that because that's a really good perspective. A lot of people think that your kids need to grow up with the dog. And do you feel like it's helped your teens to be a little bit more responsible too? Because the dog needs some serious responsibility. Yeah. And I think also just um, nurturing, you know, looking after something which, you know, might not necessarily come naturally to everybody um so we've had our dog for four years and then I don't know we just all every time I see a French bulldog I'm like oh I just love those dogs <laughs> they're so cute and every time I see somebody with one I'm like I have to stop and, and have a chat and um, I was walking down by the water uh, a few months ago and these this couple came along and um they had this French bulldog and he had like a really cute kind of like a jacket on which I've never dressed up any dogs but I was (laughs) like oh my god your dog has a coat and they're going yes you know it was um it was warm it was so cold this morning that we decided to get his coat out and I'm like oh my gosh that's adorable so we're always talking about these French bulldogs and then I don't know my husband um just got onto this tangent of looking at the breeders in the area and ringing them up and then getting on the list and because it's quite you know we bought our first dog just from a pet store and then we realized that's probably not like necessarily the way to go because they say you know you don't know where the dogs come from etc so we thought well, we'll go through a breeder this time and um we had to go and meet them just to get on the list so it was quite a big deal but um yeah we just well, we've had our dog, newest dog now for only two weeks uh, and his wow. name is Walter and he's a little baby Frenchie and he is, oh, my God, he is just divine. Oh, he's so <laughs> The most cute. beautiful, beautiful little soul, completely oh. different to Baxter who was so energetic and crazy and, and Walter is just this calm and gorgeous 
I don't know, calm and gorgeous soul and he plods around and he goes to bed and he never makes a sound or, you know, he might make the odd kind of, he, do, he does a mini howl every now and again, like a <laughs> like he's calling us all back and we, we're like, oh, that sounds really hard to ignore. But, um, but, but most of the time he's just so adorable in just the last two weeks. And then Baxter's like, who the heck is this guy? I was like, just going to ask you. Yes, I wanted to know because he's been a baby for four years, right? Four, five, four years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and there is a degree of guilt because, you know, he is my baby and so it's been so much me and him and, of course, the rest of the family, but I'm the mom, so I'm, like, always feeding him and he always sits with me on the couch at night time and all of a sudden this other dude turns up and it's like, well, what's the deal here, you know? So... Um, so I've tried to ease it in and we've, we had to, we had to let them meet off site. So you don't let them meet at your home. So we right. we met, let them meet at a park and the first week was a bit crazy, but it's really cool now. Like they just play all day. Baxter is definitely the boss and he sometimes has Walter literally by the neck on the yes. floor, like, like, and I'm, I'm just kind of like, okay, we need to chill. But in actual fact, Walter's just there. If if Baxter, if Baxter stops playing, then Walter's like almost tapping him on the shoulder, going, "Hey, come on!" Uh, cute. <laughs> so they so That's they true. just um, rough and tumble and and go crazy all day, and it's so <laughs> nice for them to have a friend to hang yes. out with. Baxter would always turn up with a ball in his mouth, and now he just goes straight to Walter, and then they thrash really? it out amongst themselves. So, oh my gosh, that's adorable. <laughs> Do you consider yourself one of those crazy for the dog? I call them crazy for the canine people now. Have you just completely, it sounds like you are, they, they're your life and you love them and cannot imagine life without them. So how do you feel that they've influenced your caring towards other people or towards yourself even, or just in general? How do you feel, especially because you keep mentioning the love part and the soul part, how do you think that they've influenced that? I just, I just see them as pure love. I just see dogs as pure love. They're not judging. Um, they're, you know, they're none of those things. They're just there and they always just want to give love. You know, that's their whole mission in, in life. And I wake up in the morning and I see them and, like, the puppy is so excited to see you. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, like it's just I feel like if we could transfer some of that into more humans, you know, like just having unconditional love for, for everything. It's just so beautiful. And I think sometimes, you know, you can kind of forget that that sort of thing exists in a way because all of our human relationships can be so um, based on conditions and and so many other things where with the dogs they just want to sit with you, they just want to be there and that they look at you and you have that kind of beautiful connection I just feel like you know we can really communicate without having to talk you have a podcast and I would love for you to share with my listeners about your podcast because you're on a wonderful beautiful mission that's very important oh thank you so much uh yes my podcast is called how my parents raised me um you can find it on all the podcast providers it's it's sharing stories of our childhood because I think so many of us have had a journey to get through and, you know, it's not easy for a lot of people. And my mission is really sharing stories, um, just 
letting everybody understand that they're not alone, that we all have gone through many kind of similar things and also that we can learn from hearing other people's stories because some people have been through really difficult times and yet they have managed to come out strong. They've done a lot of healing. Um, They have a lot of wisdom to share. And, you know, you were on my podcast and your your episode is amazing. Um, There's so much wisdom just in a life. And so that's really what I'm trying to share with people. And uh, yeah, so please tune in if you want to check out some really um, heartfelt stories. Thank you so much for doing that. Your mission is very important for sure. Oh, thank you so much. I loved all of that. Thank you. That's <laughs> true. All true words. And thank you for being here and being my guest. I'm so grateful to have you share about your beautiful babies and what they're doing in your life and how they inspire you and make you laugh. And dogs are just the best. They're the best friends. <laughs> That's right. Thank you so much. I've loved every minute of our chat today. If you would like to see Dawn and her adorable dogs, be sure to check my Instagram. That is dogs are the best friends com com at the end. So how did you do? Do you know the answer to today's trivia? Well, the answer is Hugh Jackman. Now, who doesn't know him, right? He's been in some amazing movies and he himself is an amazing actor. He has an adorable little French bulldog named Dali. And he was just seen in New York City walking that little dog, and his other dog on January 24th. Now, it was so bitterly cold that he made sure to have a fleece sweater on the bulldog, which is an adorable picture. I will link to that story in the show notes. Also, I link to a little YouTube clip about that TV show that Don talks about. And now, a little history about the French bulldog. There are many conflicting references as to the origin of the French bulldog. Some breeders claim the origin can be traced to Britain during the advent of the Industrial Revolution. Now, the lace makers of Nottingham, And I have to say it that way, by the way, I have to put a little personal history in here. I actually got to study in Nottingham. It was called Nottingham Polytechnic at the time. And I'm dating myself if anyone from England is listening. But the lace makers of Nottingham, some of whom had been breeding toy or miniature bulldogs, were pushed out of their jobs because of the Industrial Revolution. Many left England for Brittany and France, where their skills were in demand. They took with them some of these small bulldogs many of which had bat or upright ears. Breeders say the French Bulldog has been in Australia since the late 1940s and was developed from imported English bloodlines. By the way, Americans in Paris fell in love with the breed, and so then they ended up taking them home. That's how they came to America. For my American friends that are listening, I will link to this article that I read this from. It is from the Australian Dog Lover website. And I wanted to get the Aussie take on things. That is why I'm using that website. I thank Dawn for her stories. I thank you for listening. I am grateful for you. I'm so glad that there are other people like me that love to talk about dogs and to listen about dogs. If you want to share some stories about your dog or dogs, please be sure to contact me through my website, dogsarethebestfriends.com. Thank you, dear listener, for being here. I am grateful for you. And I wish you blessings, peace, and just some stress-free time with your pup. Go for a long walk, get some fresh air, and enjoy. I will see you next week.